This episode of the Door County Pulse podcast is brought to you in part by the Door County Community Foundation, inspiring people to give back, to sustain, and advance the community that we love. To learn more, visit givedoorcounty.org. Take us away, Dave. Away where? You're giving us the intro this time. I'm giving you the intro. No, no, no. We did not talk about this. This is like, I'm waiting for cues from you, Andrew. We finally made it to the point in the year where you can start asking me what's going on. Okay, what's going on, Andrew? What's up today? What's up this weekend? How's uh, the weather? It's cold today, but hopefully it looks like it might get warm this weekend. Is there stuff for people to do outside? There is a lot of stuff to do this weekend. It's Memorial Day weekend. It's uh, generally considered to be one of the big kickoffs. This year, more than... Most years, because we don't have the half marathon happening uh, during its normal time. And I know that we here at the Pulse consider that to be the start of the season. But Memorial Day weekend has a lot of stuff going on and a lot of things that people are going to be able to go to and do in person for the first time in over a year. So it's very exciting. That's excellent because I hear that hotels are pretty well booked this year. We're going to be busy no matter what. That's good. Well, traditionally, if I remember thinking back on the first few summers that I spent in Door County a long time ago these days, but... It always rained, but it looks like we might get some clear weather this year. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Tomorrow, Friday looks not great. Uh, It looks like it's still going to be, you know, kind of cold, but Saturday, sunny, Sunday, hopefully sunny. So people should be able to get out and go and do stuff. Uh, So why don't we, uh, why don't we kick this off, Dave? What do you want to know about this weekend? I want to know if there's anything going on in the park. I know that the towers open up. Is there anything happening in the park specifically or any other parks or... The uh, parks are still kind of operating under a like a limited capacity in terms of like events and stuff like that. So there's not a ton going on in the parks, but you did bring up Eagle Tower. And I think that that's a big one. If people are coming up for the first time this summer, Eagle Tower is open. Uh, We've talked about it on the podcast a couple of times now at this point, but a really great opportunity to go experience that new kind of canopy walk, the the big ramp going up there. Um, To feel really, really tall. Yeah, uh, 15 feet less tall than on the original tower. Uh, And I know that, you know, Miles and, and other sticklers for the original tower will bring that up. But... It should be a really cool experience. I'm looking forward to getting out there and actually going up that canopy walk. It's something that I've been excited about since I first saw the plans. I know that it was much more expensive than some other options, but I think being able to see the trees and the wildlife up there from a different angle, I think will be worth it in my eyes. I do know, though, you can't bring your dog, but strollers are allowed, and you got to be careful going up and down with the stroller anyway, so you don't want things to get away from you. Right. Can't put your dog in the stroller either to try to circumvent that. Speaking of dogs, Oxford is with us today, and he's uh, he's being a really good boy. He's sitting on a chair currently looking outside and looking yeah. out the window. So he's doing a great job. Uh, I think I should segue us too because this is going to be a pretty big weekend for live music. Not maybe as big as it has been in years past, but since we haven't had a lot of live music over the last year, this one's going to be really exciting. So there's a lot of opportunities to check out some new stuff. I know that some places are really going to kick off their live music stuff closer to Labor Day, uh, but there are a ton of places up here who are doing music this weekend. So if that's something that that? you want to see. Who's doing music? Husby's at the Garage is doing two bands this weekend. They're doing Sneezy on Friday and Sunday and Dirty Deuce on Saturday. What a combo of names. Sneezy Sneezy and Dirty Dirty Deuce. Deuce. Yes, you're right. 
couple of other places that are doing live music this weekend. On Friday, Harbor Ridge Winery has Gary Weber. Uh, Door 44 Winery has Brian James. Um, so there's going to be a, a lot of different names to check out across the board. Uh, if you pick up the Pulse on Friday, check out the events calendar because it's pretty packed this week, which is nice. nice. And uh, you'll be able to see a bunch of different stuff. There's going to be karaoke at the Lodge at Latham Smith. Captain JJ's Memorial Bash is going on at the Nautical Inn, uh, and they're going to have live hip-hop there. So, Interesting. Yeah, a, a good mixture of live music for this weekend. And there's going to be stuff, on, like I said, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So. Yeah, everybody's been itching to open up. I've, I know people have been struggling for finding staff, but it's now or never. So everybody's just going to swing their doors open and hopefully welcome everybody in. Right. What about theater? How is theater? Are there any performances or is that kind of all on hold? We're almost there, right? So Third Avenue Playhouse is doing their uh, Door County Stories right now, which is where they're talking to locals and getting their stories. It's a virtual event. Um, Northern Sky, their first like kickoff for the season is going to be a virtual event called Not Even Remotely. Uh, and I believe that kicks off this weekend so you should be able to watch that and then they're going to remount that show live later in the season um door shakespeare has their first show set for june 30th and it looks like peninsula players is looking at a july 20th start date for theirs they have their shows picked but they haven't announced their season yet uh, and they just have a couple more things that they need to tie up with actors equity which by the way i'm glad that you brought that up because one thing that i feel like not a lot of people understand is that Professional theaters all have to work through the union and uh, Northern Sky, Peninsula Players, Third Avenue Playhouse. They are all equity theaters, which means they all need to be approved by the Actors Equity Union in order to do anything. So that's why you're seeing some seasons start a little bit later. That's why you're seeing some seasons look a little bit different than they did before. But everything needs to be approved. And it's not just about, you know, are the audiences safe? It's much bigger than that. Do you have the the facilities up to code for your performers? Are you taking extra safety precautions for them? So if you're wondering why, you know, a, a theater like Peninsula Players can't, you know, open normally when you think like, oh, they're an outdoor theater, right? Well, they're not. And even if you were to open up those windows to get ventilation, it, it's not, it, it goes beyond what the audience needs. But it's okay needs. to go and hang out in a bar and listen to live music? Sure. Okay. Because bars don't have to get approval from any unions. Ah, That's yeah. where it's the sticking union's point is. fault. Well, it's it's you know just part of the the, the process, right? In order to get rights to do shows. Yes, I know it, what you mean. I, I apologize for my sarcasm. No, it's all right. But in order to get rights to do shows, in order to hire high quality actors, you go through the union. And right now, uh, they you know they're they have a huge backlog of shows to approve, and it looks like everybody is going to be doing something this year uh, it'll just be you know maybe a couple more weeks before everybody's season is totally finalized so and i know some i'm not to move on from the theater stuff that's great information thanks andrew um i'm also curious about there's usually mayfest down in jacksonport and i think that's been kind of kind of put the kibosh on it but yeah. there's still a run or something like right. that is that right yeah so uh mayfest is canceled this year but the the mayfest run which is now the lake to lake run in jacksonport that is going on on saturday and it is unique in that it is going to be the first in-person run that we've had in Door County in over a year at this point. We've had other runs, um, virtual runs where you, you know, can run the track and record it virtually or runs where it's like, hey, do any 5K and then send that in for, you know, a time. So people have been able to run last year and to compete or, you know, score themselves in that way. But this is going to be the first, you know, everybody lines up at the starting line. 
and goes kind of thing that we've had in over a year. And that's really exciting. Nice. It's going to be on May 29th at 9 a.m. at Lakeside Park. And there's going to be a 10K and a two-mile kind of like walk run. That's not too far from your house. Are you going to do it? Am I going to do it? I don't know. I don't know if I uh, am ready to, (laughs) not that I'm not ready to like be with the crowd. I just don't know if I'm ready to run yet. I I really haven't been practicing over the winter. Practicing, yes. Training, yes. Yes. That's probably a good idea. So so there aren't really any, the festival season's kind of taken a little bit of a break still. There's nothing really happening that way this weekend. Is that correct assumption or is there something happening festival wise? There is actually. The Sturgeon Bay Fine Art Fair is going on and they actually just moved. They made the decision to move the fair to Martin Park in 2019 and then in 2020 they canceled the event. So now it's starting back up this weekend and that will also be on Saturday. Was that always on Memorial Day weekend? That's a question for you, Dave. You've been around longer than me. Yeah, no, I've never been to that one. Memorial Day is always that crazy weekend that it's great to have people in town, but after the weeks we put together to put together a newspaper and everything else, I end up spending more time at home than anywhere else. But there are a bunch of gallery openings this weekend too, are there not? There are. Uh, I wanted to say one last thing about the, the fine art fair. It is kind of a marquee event for Sturgeon Bay too. I talked to Carly Sarkis down there about her plans for this year. And not only did she tell me that they're just going to move ahead with all of their events that they have planned this year, which is exciting, but she's also excited for this move to Martin Park because it showcases the town better. You get to spread out more, you get to walk through the town a lot more, and it it just becomes kind of more of a, a celebration of the space that they have and the, you know, the area that they have rather than just, you know, the the fair itself so Confined it's cool in that way small. cool that's a great idea mm-hmm. i know and i think edgewood orchard has an opening does fine line have an opening fine line does have an opening reception on saturday nice. uh edgewood orchard like you mentioned plum bottom gallery is doing their annual outdoor show um and then there's two other exhibits that are going on that i wanted to mention as well at the crest pavilion in egg harbor there's an exhibit called between the cracks which is kind of an exploration of liminal space Tom Groenfeld wrote about it for us for this week, so you can check that out there. And then there's another one that's wrapping up this weekend at the Miller, and that is uh, there's six featured artists there all doing different genres and stuff in kind of a big collaborative showcase. So both of those are running through the weekend. So if you haven't checked out a gallery in a bit, not only do you have those openings, but you've got a couple shows that you can still see before they wrap up as well. Cool. Uh, I was bringing up festivals because I was going to do a kind of a plug for Beer Fest. If anybody wants to go to the Beer Festival, we, we have less than 120 tickets left. So it's selling fast and we probably won't have any available at the gate right now. So if people are interested in that, they should probably grab a ticket um, online at dorkhoneybeer.com. That's yeah. a shameless plug for one of our events that we put on annually. It's a good plug. I'm excited for Beer Fest. Beer Fest was one of the first things that I did when I started here in 2017. And it's a brand new venue. We're moving it to Max Welton Bray's and spreading right. it out a little bit more. And we're excited to have about 40 breweries and it's good stuff. Yeah. Max at Max Welton is kind of a cool thing that's happening this summer. Uh, I talked to Bill Anderson over there and he basically is opening it up for a bunch of really cool chefs, restaurateurs, food trucks, all that kind of stuff to come in and just kind of showcase their food all summer long. So they're going to have a rotating schedule of food availability there um, and should be a cool place to go and try something new every week if you wanted to. Nice. Anything anything for kids? I know I might be catching you off guard with this question, but I know you've got a you've got a little little one, maybe not doing too many activities with them yet, but maybe other people are coming up with their families as they're art studio hands-on art studio or is there stuff for kids to do or is it more 
spend some time in the park and hike the trails and wear them out. Yeah, I think at this point, hike the trails. Uh, one thing that I've been noting, if you check out the arts and entertainment section, we do a hike this every week where we feature a different hike. In the last couple of weeks, I found myself in these short but educational trails that are really great. Um, and they're the type of hike that you can take you know, any age kid on because they're less than a mile. So you're not going to get halfway through and then they're tired and you have to go another mile back out. Uh, but there's also educational signage every, you know, couple feet that tell you about things. And those are something that I usually didn't pay attention to when I was hiking before, but now totally am. Cause it's like, oh man, when Oliver is five or six, taking him through these hikes and being like, look, this is the type of rock that is here. And here's how the Niagara escarpment has changed over time. Like, I feel like that's something that's more exciting. That's great. But it also explains why you're not in, in shape to run a 5K if you're doing less than mile hike. That's true. But I have been strapping a 40 pound baby oh, to my that, chest okay. and going through some of these hikes too. So I am, I am trying to stay Cross in shape training that way. training on a whole other level. No. Right. No. Oh, one other thing that, that might be cool to check out. This is something that's been top of my mind lately as we've been kind of getting our yard together. If you've been reading my intros or listening to the podcast, you've probably picked up a little bit of my my adventure that I've been going on with my yard. But I'll, I'll relitigate it for you, Dave, so that you're caught up. Um, I moved into my new house in around Thanksgiving, so I haven't seen what my yard and landscaping really looks like until now. And as it started to blossom, it was really cool. And then my dandelions came up and now my yard looks totally derelict because they just completely, and I was like, all right, I got to mow, but I didn't want to mow because of no mow may. You know what that is? I've heard of it. Yes. Yeah. I wanted to save the bees, but then the dandelions came and my wife was like, you have to, you have to mow. It looks like this house is abandoned. So I started mowing and then my lawnmower started smoking. So I only mowed half of one side of my yard. And that's kind of where I'm at. Sounds the, like you can make an event of this. If we're talking about events, you can come and watch Andrew mow his lawn. You can see smoke spit. Like there's going to yeah, be it's smoke. Very exciting. There's going to be yellow dandelions flying everywhere. And where I was getting to, though, is we have a bunch of garden beds that we're looking to plant this season. And the settlement shops in Fish Creek is doing their annual plant sale on Saturday. So there's another thing that I know a lot of people are excited about. I'm getting kind of nerdy about landscaping and planting, so I will probably check it out. So a little bit of everything for everyone happening over Memorial Day weekend. And as always, it seems like you and the team have put in a lot of time to track down all these events. So everybody should just go to DoorCountyPulse.com and check out the event calendar and see all the stuff that's going on. Yeah. I also want to plug too, I know that we, we get really excited about the music and the galleries and all this stuff coming back to life in the springtime, but uh, Deb Fitzgerald put together a list of actual Memorial Day services that are happening on Monday. Uh, that's in the paper this week. So if you want to go to an actual Memorial Day service and remember what the holiday is about, then there's a list there that you can Which do that. Which is a really important thing to do. Let's yeah. not forget why we get this day off and enjoy, right. the, enjoy the outdoors and enjoy all the events, but remember those that are no longer with us that we honor in those days. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and there, there are memorial services, Sturgeon Bay, Northern Door, Washington Island. So wherever you are this weekend, there's a place that you can go and you can celebrate the holiday that way as well. Thanks, Andrew. This is great information. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, as always, check out The Pulse tomorrow on Friday when it comes out. Hit up the events calendar online at doorcountypulse.com, and uh, we will see you out there this weekend. Well, Dave, thank you so much for your time, and I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Thank you, Andrew. Happy Memorial Day.
Thank you so much for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. If you want to support us at The Pulse, check out doorcountypulse.com slash shop, where you can get a weekly Pulse subscription, purchase some incredible Door County artwork from Pulse artist Ryan Miller, and much more. We hope you've enjoyed the Door County Pulse podcast, and we will see you next time.